So, Dan. So, Adair. We saw a movie. It was certainly a film. It was. The, I, I, liked, I liked what you had to say about it after you saw it. It was the longest late, late show sketch ever. <laughs> or the most, uh, the well-executed, or the easiest heist. Yep. In the history, zero of complications. There was, I mean, yeah, none. That, that no insurmountable complications, or none that ever made it look like they wouldn't pull it off. So yeah, no, I never comforting. once was like, yeah, I never once was like, oh no, something bad's gonna happen, because it didn't. Nope. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we saw Ocean's Eight. Woo. Uh, do you think they're go- af- do you think after this movie they're gonna do two more? Um, it's really gonna depend on what the holds are like. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, granted, the Ocean's reboot trilogy I think was a very different time in Hollywood, and adjusted for inflation, they all three made more than this, but if you don't adjust for inflation, this is the most successful Oceans film opening weekend, actually. Which I was shocked by. It was like, an Oceans movie couldn't open north of $40 million? Really? Um, But if the second weekend it holds pretty well, if they don't, if the bottom doesn't fall out from it, like, if it can get to $200 million domestic, that'd be amazing. But, um, yeah, if it gets a decent worldwide haul, I could see them. I could see them doing a sequel to this. Yeah. So that being said, how would you rank this in your Oceans franchise as far as a film goes? Uh, I think that it's it's similar to how I felt about Hotel Artemis recently, where it had all the right pieces. I thought the concept of the heist was a good idea. Uh, and I mm-hmm. thought the actual execution therein was for the most part, pretty good. It just lacked, um, complications and the, and the sort of the cinematic flair that the first one had with the real slick editing and good camera work. This didn't really have. So I think it's, it had all the trappings of an oceans movie. Like I thought it was better than, um, oceans 13, but, um, yeah. I mean, but that's not like saying, but it was definitely not better than oceans 11. Oceans 11 is a really good heist movie. Yeah. Oceans 11 still peak oceans. I'd say oceans 11, oceans 12, oceans eight, oceans 13. Yeah. 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 I think oceans 11 is definitely the high tide mark. That's, that's definitely the, yeah the best but like let's let's get into it then let's, let's talk get about into it what let's i mean it's clear we we have some mixed feelings about it so let's start off with the thing we the the character that just fell flat for us um so do you want to start with that yeah i didn't really understand why james corden was in this movie it didn't um i mean from a from a <laughs> plot perspective i get it would be an insurance adjuster that would come in and try to figure this out along with police, presumably. But, um, and he's got a connection to the ocean family. He's put them away before. 
but he's like shockingly okay with, oh, as long as I can recover part of it, Debbie, who basically just confessed the entire crime to me, then it's okay. I'm just yeah. He seemed oddly okay with like all of that. He was real. Like he was. He was like, were these scenes added just to be exposition to be cut for the trailers or 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 what? Because it was so much exposition on Corden's part, where I was like, oh my god, you you're you're giving me nothing here, buddy. I don't I don't dislike you as an actor. You're you're doing fine, but this role is just useless. There's no point. No. And I really thought his character was going to be more like a friend, like kind of confidant, sort of, uh, but someone he she's worked with before or someone that were. I actually kind of thought like maybe he's like Linus's fat brother. Yeah, like connect Something connect like back into the original Ocean's crew, which I mean, yeah, they had they had two solid connections, but still. Um, but those were such bizarre cameo choices. Right? I'm like, of everyone, everyone in the crew, this is who you're going to go with? Like, the first yeah. one made sense. Yeah. Just from... Because he was like a father. Yeah, figure. a setup perspective of like, you know, oh, he would, you know, he, you know don't do not do it. He would, you know, it's, 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 it's half the satisfaction just knowing that you could pull off the job. Um, but then, like, also, like, all this, like, kind of exposition of whether or not Danny's alive because he's like they're at his grave and but like they they mention it like three or four times of like you better be in there or is 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 he really dead I don't know like so I kind of I I mean it goes into my rewrites of what the thing I would have wanted to add um as far as that goes but uh yeah so it was yeah it didn't make any sense to me yeah just kind of strange anyways was. who who or who or what disappointed you what were you like no man mean, there, were a few, there were a few big disappointments um but uh yeah there were a few big disappointments for me but i'd say my biggest one was honestly mindy kaling i thought she would just i don't know i thought she would be a bit more she kind of her character as a whole was sort of confusing like why they needed her because with the amount of time that they had, I mean, I get that she's a jeweler and she was making necklaces and everything, but she kind of, I don't know, she didn't really feel like she was, she was doing a job. I, I, I mean, I don't know if they, if she had to make it right then, but really what she was doing was she was cutting down the necklace. She wasn't making jewelry. That jewelry was already ready. So right. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> Her role was weird. It could have been done by anyone. It was sort of, it was similar to like, I liked, I really, I liked Kate Blanchett's character, but like her role in all of it seemed very confusing to me. We were talking about that a little bit yesterday. Um, and so, I mean, ultimately you kind of see what she's doing, but still like some of it doesn't seem necessary. She, she came so, off as the friend who has the like biggest, nicest place to hang out. Like yeah, that's exactly. that's she, what she provided. She's like, well, I have this warehouse apartment, so I'm in, right, guys? Everyone needs a slumber party. Yeah, that seems that seems sort of what it was. I would have honestly, I I don't know. I I would have like combined the characters or something. I don't know. It just felt like in the oceans in Ocean's Eleven, everyone had a very obvious and clear role, and that beyond honestly beyond 
Aquafina and Rihanna's characters, no one else seemed to have a specific role that only they could do. That was the thing that was confusing to me. Uh, so that was that was frustrating, I would say, but I think that could go well into our our wild cards. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I was very pleasantly surprised by Aquafina. She goes by Aquafina, and I am not I'm not a fan of single monikers, you know, but. She was great. She was so funny. She was so charming. And she pulled off so many different looks. And her sleight of hand techniques were actually mm-hmm. shot in a way where you could kind of appreciate them and see mm-hmm. what she was actually doing. And no, she was she was a delight. I was not expecting to enjoy every time she came on screen, but I did. Down to their cheesy little tag at the end of like, what they did with the money. Hers was the only one I really liked where she's like, check out my new pad. I'm on the co-op board, yo. That was pretty great. And also when she was like asking for a Metro card, that was a great moment. Oh, yeah. But no, I agree. Like, I felt like she really, I, if I hadn't, if you hadn't chosen her, I would have. Uh, she was just, she was great. She was fun. I really didn't have a whole lot of expectation for her, but I think she, it, impressively, she had a lot of scenes with, you know, Kate Blanchett and uh, Sandra Bullock. And I think she held her own in the, like the subway scene. Like I thought she, subway is in sandwiches, yes. not as in. <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so... Uh, I think Aquafina did a really great job. There were actually a few moments I felt like, honestly, I thought uh, Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett were just a really good duo as well. But for me, like, I, I chose Rihanna, who I, you know, I honestly felt like held her own. I'm always a little skeptical when you've got singers uh, who are that big, the one-name singers, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're going, the one-names were the... We're not one note. Oh, <laughs> well done, well done. But I would have loved it when they're talking about all these celebrities at the Met Ball. If like Rihanna had made a joke when they're like listing all the people, because Rihanna like co-hosted this year, and so I would have loved it if they made some joke about like, oh yeah, and Rihanna will be there, and her just being like, I never liked her music, or just make like some little joke about right. it, because that's something that they did in Ocean's Twelve. And they've made us believe that we're in this world where these people are actually just doppelgangers of these actors or something. So why not play with that a bit? Like, why not make Anne Hathaway just be Anne Hathaway? Yeah. Yeah. And that was, yeah, sorry. So, But I'm getting into rewrites, uh, of which I have some. But yeah, so what? who was your, who was your favorite? Who, who was positive for you? Uh, Sandra Bullock continues to be America's sweetheart. I, I, I had so many issues with her plan. And I wish that they'd given us a clearer shot of her list so I could see what the hell was going on. Yeah. I was like, why tease that? And then not, anyways, I, I, I had my issues with Debbie Ocean, but overall, from that opening scene where she scams everything she needs and relaxes mm-hmm. into somebody else's hotel room, I was like, oh, you are so slick. It was so endearing. It went so far. And she's still setting up her prison hustle to keep going on without her, where she's like, today's shipment will come in later. You know, keep the cigarettes. Don't smoke them. Um you know, she's still hustling. She's still running things. Like, I immediately figured out who she was and really liked it. It was only when it was only when the plan started going that I was like, but 
Why? Why? I mean, you don't need to break up the diamond into smaller pieces. Kate Blanchett apparently can just come and go as she pleases from the Met, get on her motorcycle, and then change, and then come back. Were there not cameras in that right? room? Right? I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like you needed to do this. I feel like this was a pretty basic thing. Also, know. when they reveal the fridge full of jewels and everyone, but I, I noticed in that scene, everyone has a beverage. So I'm like, did you guys not realize when you were getting your champagne that there are diamonds in the fridge? Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, God, why are there all these oh, necklaces God. in here? Why? God, Priya or whatever her name is. Amita. Sorry, Priya is her character in Champions. Am- Amita. Where's why is all the fake jewelry here? I don't know. I think um, the the best my my like And Amita's also surprised when she clearly made that jewelry. Yeah. Right? She she made all those duplicates or she would have had to cuz I mean uh, but she, but she seems surprised too. I yeah, I uh there, there, there are issues. There are issues with this movie, but I will say I did laugh out loud and I I I knew I wanted to watch another movie with Debbie Ocean in it when she said, we're not doing this for us. We're not doing this for them. We're doing this because somewhere out there, there's a little eight-year-old girl lying in bed, dreaming of being a criminal one day. We're doing this for her. And I was like, I want another Debbie Ocean movie. God damn it. (laughs) See, I didn't think I had as many laugh out loud moments but I definitely there were points that I enjoyed it but there were also just points that I'm like this the logic scene I feel like for the amount of time they had to film this that there shouldn't have been so many holes in it but I do agree that there are some great moments I honestly would have loved to see Debbie and Lou actually as a couple I felt the whole boyfriend subplot was completely unnecessary and honestly I would have liked it if randomly she runs into him and uh, because like the revenge didn't even like it just seemed like he was kind of shitty like he didn't and I think she played it really well of like I just fell in love with the wrong person da, da, da. but I mean he didn't seem worth being the mark for that yeah especially if you're gonna I, get a small potatoes actor like yeah, yeah, I was like, who is this? I, exactly. Dude? I was like, well, I don't I don't know who you are and I don't really care. I know I know you are disposable immediately from the first time we met him. I was like, oh, so we're yeah, going to pin not, it on him. Great. Well, you don't really and that's the thing is we don't really have a bad guy to root against. Like we had Andy freaking Garcia for a majority of the Ocean series and then Al Pacino and oh god, what is the Frenchman's name? Can't remember off the top of my head. But I mean, you've got some really great actors playing the villains in the Ocean's franchise. So I don't really understand. It, it would have been a different thing if they chose Anne Hathaway to be, like, actually the bad guy. Or if maybe she would accidentally or intentionally put Debbie away or was an accessory to that. Something like that. But honestly, I kind of would have loved to have a moment where he sees Debbie and he gets really, really nervous. But then, he, but then like... Lou comes up and it's clear they're a couple and it's clear like she is so far past this douchebag and like he doesn't even write it's like that John Hamm thing where he's like do, uh, do you think so low of me and he's like I don't think of you at all like I, I love like a, a you know Don Draper or Debbie Draper I guess we would say uh-huh. moment 
Um, but yeah, I would love like that kind of not I, like she seemed to give very few fucks and I liked that about her except with this random dude who just did not seem like he was worth it. And that's what bothered me is like it felt like there was all this stuff about, you know, female empowerment. But then in the end, she was also trying to get revenge upon a guy that really was not worth her energy. And I would have bought the whole revenge subplot thing you know and it's a perfect nod to the first ocean where it was like well and i'm also gonna get the girl while i'm at it um Mm -hmm. i would have bought it if they had made him a little more nefarious or just more nuanced instead of just kind of like a sniveling art guy i don't i didn't care either way i was like i mean frame him or don't but i don't i don't have strong strong feelings about him (laughs) Yeah, not invested. I, for a bit, thought that he was responsible for Danny's death, and that's why she was going to do it. That would have been a much more understandable motivating factor. That would have been like, but, there you go. That's You will go to the ends of the earth and send the hounds of hell after that guy. That I get. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. There was, there were, the stakes weren't high, and so maybe that's why... I, it felt like everything went off without a hitch because it didn't feel like there was a stress. You weren't trying to, like there wasn't a big bad to try and go against. And I get that they don't want to make it seem like a female carbon copy of the male rendition of the franchise. But I honestly felt like a little bit how I felt after Ghostbusters, where everyone was super into Ghost uh, Lady Busters. Um, they were into it because they, they're like, it's so cool to see these roles portrayed by women. But ultimately, when I got down to thinking about the movie, I was like, I didn't like it that much. It felt like there was so much about the characters that did not feel, uh, they didn't feel like they made sense to me. Like why Kristen Wiig was after Chris Hemsworth when he's like clearly an idiot and she's clearly a genius. Like, why is it that she acts like a complete moron around him? Like that kind of stuff where it's like, that bothers me. So, I mean, we're far from perfect on these franchises and doing gender bending and everything but i think you know it was i i liked it better than the most recent ghostbusters movie fair enough and i and i do think we've got we do have a good cast here we really do like it is an all-star list of who's who but they needed a script that had like the only complications that really happened were the the mag the addition of the magnet in the necklace and it was like, mm-hmm. oh, conveniently, Rihanna's little sister can look at that footage and come up with exactly how to fix it. Um, and yeah. you'll find a way to smuggle that in just in time. Um, but other than that, everything seemed to be completely anticipated for. Nothing. Well, and I mean, the, you don't have um, Anne Hathaway as part of the crew initially, and then it's not until the very end that she has joined the crew. I liked her reasoning for joining the crew, but the movie's called Ocean's Eight, and anyone who can count is like, but there must be something more, <laughs> because obviously um, there are seven. But I, I did like her her transition from being just less like, idiot who has no idea what's going on and who's very easily played to like figuring out that like she notices things and 
Yeah, but, you know, she wasn't, like, ideal, but I definitely think she had some really funny moments once that happened. I could not have cared less about her as a character before that, though. She was, she was a caricature of herself. But you know who wasn't a caricature? Sarah Paulson. Woo! Who I, I, for me, was my favorite part. The, the bar's not high, but I love Sarah Paulson in everything she does. I think she's, she's quickly becoming, you know, the new it star. I just hope we don't overuse her and, you know, throw her out like Jayla. But, you know, I, I really liked her. I didn't, the in the, like, what they did with their money, I didn't really understand what she was doing with her money. It's like, so she's still stealing and has a warehouse of shit? Or did she always want to be a person that ran a warehouse? Did she steal? Did she buy? Warehouse. Did she buy the warehouse? Like, I'm I confused yeah. what she's doing. Like, but, she's just um, fencing a lot of things? I don't understand. And furthermore, her her special skill was supposed to be, you know, fencing, was supposed to be getting rid of the product. And... She didn't seem, you know, she looked over resumes yeah. of of old ladies to sell the stuff, but it didn't seem like they needed her once again. Yeah, no, like it was one of those things where her role, like not incredibly specific in what she was doing, but I did like her as a whole and what she was doing. Like, I thought she was really fun to watch. I think there were certain points that I was just like, eh. But I did like that she of the team, I liked that they had a few people that were new and a few people that were joining in. And so you had Amita and, oh God, what was her name? What was what was Sarah Paulson's character's name? Tammy, Tammy. Um, I liked that them and Debbie and Lou had clearly worked together before and there was that previous relationship, whereas the others, they you had to do a whole introduction, which with Oceans, it seemed like they all kind of were from a similar background for the most part, they all knew each other. Can I, what a dick, um, cats. Uh, but yeah, so I I liked that she seemed to have a history and it seemed like when Daphne joined the crew, she was like almost annoyed by her reasoning of like, you're just doing this because you're bored or what. And so like, that was kind of fun. Um, but I thought she, as far as like her just like role and her, con- she was consistent as an actor and as a character, which I liked. What she was doing there, I don't know, but she was my favorite of, of that crew. Yeah, and I think, mm, I don't know. I, I, I'm interested to see how if they can go forward with another movie, how they will navigate connections to the existing Oceans franchise and if they want to bring people back or whatnot. But the biggest number one thing is they got to, whatever their next heist is, I hope it's just a heist and doesn't feel like a lady heist. Like, we're going to, you guys rob banks? It's we're going to rob the Met Gala. <laughs> like <laughs> The most... If an event could happen a vagina, it would be the Met Gala. It would be. It would be. If the concept of an event could be gendered, the Met Gala is definitely female. Adair, how would you fix this this 18-wheeler of sad? Well, I would give everyone specific roles and stick with them. Like, I do what I'd... You start with Rihanna and Aquafina, and I'd stick with it. Um, 
I give a little bit of a higher so a higher level actor cameo. Apparently, Matt Damon had filmed a cameo, but they took it out because of I think it was his support of Casey Affleck during the Me Too stuff. So I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it, I mean, it seems like that probably would be a reason. Um, so there's that. I would have like Dakota Fanning and Anne Hathaway just play themselves. I wouldn't have Helena Bonham Carter be Irish because I felt like though she was playing a role that I haven't necessarily seen her in, which I, I was delighted by the fact that she didn't feel like she was just the same character. The being Irish thing kind of threw me off a little bit and I didn't need that. So those are my main like characters. I honestly would have ended it similarly with what she was doing with the whole martini what i would have had her do with she said like you would have loved it have her put the martini glass down have a, a guy's hand grab the martini glass and then black out like so you don't know if it's like rusty or whomever but it could be danny it could it, it doesn't have to be though and i would maybe honestly since they did the whole julia roberts bit in the second one i'd have julia roberts at the met ball yeah. Because I think that'd be a fun nod. Like, she's not really doing anything right now. She's doing a, a T. I think she's recording. She's uh, filming. She's recording. God damn it, there. Um, she's filming, I think, a TV show or starting production on a TV show. She is starting um, production on the uh, Amazon adaptation of the successful podcast Homecoming. Oh, so the see, recording should... when you said recording, you, your mind was going to podcasting because yes, it's based that on that might podcast, have been what I was so thinking about. Um, I'll give myself that credit. Um, so yeah, those are my main things. Uh, have a bigger name, more villainous guy. Have the stakes be a little bit higher. Um, but other than that, like I feel like it was a pretty, it was a decent first go around. Definitely not my favorite oceans movie, but. I think it has room to grow and it has potential. And I think that there are some fun characters here. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think specificity of task, like who's doing what really, really matters. Um, mm -hmm. And I would, I would like the heist to fall apart a little more at the end and to have them start using pieces of the necklace to get like, get out of jams to like bribe a cop or, you know, bribe somebody or, lose something like watch that money slip away and then when, when all is said and done it looks like they got peanuts and then the fridge reveal actually matters um yeah because that's because that it's like oh we, we only got a couple million a piece is like Aww. oh i'm so sorry it needs to look like they are gonna get nothing or next to nothing yeah. and then you're then you can be elated when when they like it never Again, this is the whole problem with stakes. It never felt like the floor was going to fall out from underneath them, and it never felt like they were in any real danger. Like somebody needed to have a gun pointed at their face. Like somebody needed to be in a fight. Like somebody needed to have something happen and go wrong. Or like at least have to think on their feet. Like the most you get is when Sarah Paulson has to go and tell the two bus boys to move forward yeah right one of them has the necklace on there but honestly i did think that was going to happen when there was that whole interaction with heidi klum mm -hmm. and she's speaking german and heidi klum gives her a look while she's going up the stairs like intrigued i guess yeah. and so i definitely thought when she was going to the bathroom that heidi was going to like stop her and prevent her from in like doing some part of her task in all of this 
yeah, just some some wrinkle, some complication that, you know, if, uh, I don't know, you're not in the blind spot. You're not in the blind spot and having to, like, do some fancy footwork dance around thing for Aquafina to actually plant the necklace and remain in the blind spot. Like, mm-hmm. just, I don't know, just like the old laser laser bit, you know, the being lowered down and then, oh, we almost hit the lasers and then you don't and you got to do thing and uh, the line fails. Like there's no, I don't know. When it, it, I always appreciate good action sequences and good complicated storytelling like this. If, oh, this goes right, but that causes this to happen and, oh, but you overcome that, but then this thing happens and just building constantly on reversals of fortune and expectation, like to me is a more enthralling ride. Yeah. No, I get that. I agree. I feel like we're on the same page with yeah. this. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the only thing left to do is to give it another title. I think my alternate title would be Ocean Seven. Wait for it. Nice. Uh, I'm going to call this one Battleship Two Nine Balls Revenge. (laughs) I've never seen Battleship. That would probably be more legitimate for me. Had I seen that. Oh, I haven't seen it either. I just know that Rihanna was in Battleship. Ah, yes. Cinematic tour de force. Ah, something. It was something. Some, it was it was something. But yeah, you know, go and see it if you're if you're interested in seeing where this franchise goes. I I, I feel like I need some rewrite right I need some rewrites, but you know what? It was it wasn't awful. I didn't walk out. No, I think I, I would like to see no, a sequel. I would really like to see a sequel, and I would like just a tighter more daring script i think it can be redeemed like i think it has i think it has the good bones it does it's got those kate blanchett cheekbones yep damn it ah! <laughs> i like how i was doing a cheekbone like action <laughs> she's got amazing cheekbones plus you know oh my God. thor ragnarok's on netflix right now so go watch those cheekbones kill everyone yeah my my cat directed by my cat yep Oh, yeah. Adair got a cat. What's the cat's name, Adair? Taika Wakiti. Yeah, there we go. A Secret Weapon Production.